Welcome to Breaking Free Authentically, the podcast where we explore what redefining relationships looks like through a sex-positive lens. Let's kick shame and guilt to the curb and really start living a sexy, authentic life. I'm passionate about normalizing out-of-the-box ways of designing relationships. There's nothing quite like finding your tribe and experiencing the freedom of being completely yourself without judgment. I'm your host, Kareen Bedard, your sex-positive relationship designer, and I'm here to guide you in creating the relationship you desire, whether that is a more open one or simply a more empowered one. Join me every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to enjoy the newest episode. Welcome back to Breaking Free Authentically. We are on episode 28 this week. This is a very exciting episode for me because I'm going to finally let you in on what I've been working on. My guest Charlotte Harris is going to help me introduce what is coming. She is a sugar addiction expert, and she helps people to break free from the toxic cycle of shame and dieting through coaching and hypnosis. Her team draws on a wealth of knowledge, research, and experience to deliver quality to their clients. She says, we love to see the incredible transformations, not only in our clients' bodies, but in their minds. Freedom from sugar addiction not only helps you to return back to being a natural eater effortlessly, you'll find it provides you with a mindset upgrade. She is the creator of the Freedom from Sugar Addiction program. And you might remember my interview with Glenn Mitchell in episode 19. He was involved with Charlotte's program, and this is the program that I went through in the fall. It was absolutely incredible and life-changing, and it's not a diet program or an exercise plan like you might think. It's completely different than that. It works on shifting our mindset that society has programmed us to have. Things like losing shame and guilt around eating sugar. Uh, Shame and guilt causes this shame cycle, which keeps an addiction going. So you'll hear that later in the interview. All deep change starts with looking at our imprinted subconscious beliefs and changing the way we really see things. I knew that Charlotte and I had the same mission when I took her course, um, from the beginning, we've been really aligned when we first met, but I really found that her method was so hand in hand with what I really believe to be true and how I like to work with my clients. So let's find out how our beliefs about sugar and monogamy are not our fault. So here we go. Please visit our website at www.breakingfreeauthentically.com and subscribe to our mailing list so you never miss an episode. Be sure to leave a review on Podchaser by clicking the link at the top of the page. That would mean the world to me. Finally, I'd love for you to join Breaking Free Authentically, our private sex-positive relationship community on Facebook. All the links will be posted in the show notes. Enjoy the show. Today, I want to welcome Charlotte Harris to Breaking Free Authentically. Hi, Charlotte. How are you? Hi, Kareen. I'm good, thank you. I'm very happy uh, to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. I am so glad that we finally are getting a chance to chat. Um, 
Charlotte, you have been someone who's been in my life for almost a couple years now, going on a couple years. You were one of the first people that I met in um, a high net connect community that we are both in. And uh, we've kind of kept tabs on each other <laughs> since the beginning <laughs> yeah. of that, even though we don't always talk. But um, I've had a few people from that group on on the podcast. And um, I've had Glenn on the podcast, who mm. was your partner for a while. So this is exciting because I did talk about the course that I took with you, the Freedom from Sugar Addiction course. So I want to get into that a little bit. I want to tell people because I'm just like itching to share that a, a little bit because to me, it goes well with just bettering who you are, embracing who you are, loving yourself because taking care of yourself is so important. And sometimes it feels so hard to take care of ourselves. It's like, where do we start? What do I do? And and so much of life is just riddled with judgments of what we should and shouldn't be doing. And I want to get rid of that. And your approach is exactly, <laughs> exactly the opposite of that. And I'm so happy that we have connected because um, keep keep your pants on, everyone, because we got some exciting things <laughs> we're we'll talking about today. Um, a little unveiling, if you will. Um, but first, first, we're going to get to know Charlotte a little bit. Charlotte, I would like you to tell us a little bit what you do sort of in your in your daytime job, because I think that's really important. And it's kind of shaped what you do mm-hmm. as your entrepreneurship um, business that you've been working on. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So it's me. So <laughs> thank you for having me again, Karina. It's uh, great to be here. And I'm so excited, like you said, to get get into um our our principles that we both have and our our values that we both have and uh and that little unveiling mm-hmm. that will come through so um i am a sugar addiction expert so what does that mean so i have for uh, a number of years and years now been researching and uh, and delivering a program called Freedom from Sugar Addiction, which is an eight week program where we work through the subconscious beliefs that people have around food, around their body, around shame to almost reverse all the brainwashing. It totally turns the dieting concept on its head. It turns all of those social norms and pressures and expectations on their head. And this really came from my own personal research and personal struggle with my weight. So I had um, a very severe eating disorder when I was a teenager. Um, and so I had a very uh, challenging, a challenging relationship with food um, to cope with everything, everything that was going on. Mm. However, I came out the other side, but still went up and down, up and down in weight. And I couldn't work out what it was. I thought it was me. I thought I was the problem. I thought it was my genes. I thought, oh, I'm just not strong enough to do this. And through personal research, I recognized what the addiction was, how it truly works. And, and that's something we'll get, we'll get into. And I was able to completely dissolve that desire for any refined white sugars, refined white carbs. And now it's over six years now, six years, I've I've not eaten free, uh, that refined sugar and don't have that desire. There's no fear of missing out. I'm not missing out on anything because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't serve me or my body or my mind. And I love it. It's that freedom, absolute freedom, the freedom of that guilt and shame cycle that we go through when we try and diet and then we end up 
overeating and feeling guilty and bloated and it's just incredible so through through all of those years I've I've supported and helped so many people break free from that sugar addiction and really have a mindset upgrade where they're able to recognize the choice that is available to them which is why we connected uh, so well (laughs) together didn't we Uh, because there are definitive parallels between um, what I do with sugar addiction and what you do with that that freedom from that monogamy that monogamy mindset Mm -hmm. and an understanding that there's a choice Mm -hmm. and that what we've been told to believe it it might not be right for us and it's really about dismantling that isn't it dismantling those subconscious beliefs that have been uh we've been conditioned to believe and programmed over and over again and actually helping people to feel empowered to be informed and and recognizing that they have the right to choose what's right for them Mm -hmm. and not subscribe to what they're told to do what they think they should should be doing And really, that is the basis of breaking free authentically, right? Like this podcast, even though it's a sex positive relationship podcast, I mean, the same principles apply to all aspects of life. And when you learn to apply how to break free in an authentic way where you're not feeling shame and guilt and the pressure to be something that you're not or pressure to be something that someone else tells you you should be yeah when you're not feeling that pressure you are able to live in your truth and and without stress and without like i said without the shame and guilt but like then you truly can be your best version of yourself which mm-hmm. means then you're your best version of a partner you know to yourself and to a a lover or a husband or a wife, you know, like it all comes down to us embracing ourselves and who we are and who we show up as when we're riddled with fear and stress. Like we can't show up authentically. We Mm. can't show up empowered. We feel like we're small, you know, and we can't stand up and feel confident to be who we really are. And so that means our sexuality suffers because we're afraid to desire. We're afraid to fantasize. We're afraid to have pleasure. We feel we don't deserve it even, you know? Mm -hmm. And then we're afraid to go outside of the box and like designing the kind of relationships that we want because that's not allowed, right? That doesn't conform to the standard of our society, the programming that we have. So I love that. You were all about destroying that programming and that mindset. (laughs) And um, so the first time I heard about your course, I was like, um, I had met Glenn on a call and he was like, oh, yeah, Charlotte is is amazing. Her she is so brilliant. Her (laughs) course on sugar addiction is just amazing. And I just somehow had to get on board with her. Like I had to learn more. And I was like, what is this? You know, but I didn't really ask a whole lot. I'm surprised probably because (laughs) I thought I was immune to, I, I didn't, I don't have a sweet tooth. So I've never thought of myself as having a problem with sugar. I'm not a big snacker, all that kind of stuff. But when I took your course, I realized (laughs) it's not, about sugar as much as it is about 
how we treat ourselves, how we talk about, talk to ourselves, how we see ourselves. And, you know, at the end of the day, you always say, who is this benefiting? Yeah. Who does it benefit? Who does it benefit? And I love that (laughs) because, you know, if it's not benefiting you, it's benefiting someone else. Yeah. Exactly. At the end of the day. So it's actually a really important question to ask ourselves, right? So um, you said you also work um, in the mental health field. Yeah. Can you tell us just a little bit about that? Because I think it does inform sort of the, the way that you've come come yeah. into your research and your processing. It, it To me, it validates a lot of the processing of what you did because you understand it in a different way. That's right. That's right. And so um, I am a health and well-being lead for over six and a half thousand staff uh, in the UK, mm. the, the National Health Service. And I I work for a, a mental health trust. So we have the psychiatric hospital. We have a number of units, community services. So I come from that um, clinical space and understanding um, mental health. Mm-hmm. And understanding um, psychology, understanding mindset, looking at uh, neuroplasticity, mm. as well as overall well-being, which includes that that what who does it benefit when we're eating the sugary foods, mm-hmm. and looking at ways that we can actually support ourselves in a in a holistic but it's natural a natural way, and mm-hmm. that also is why when we when we talked we could see the clear parallels between that uh, freedom from that sugar addiction where you're able to recognize uh, and grow in greater awareness of of actually what's been happening and that those deep rooted beliefs so it's almost like you have that problem where you keep um experiencing results that you don't want trying the same thing over and over <laughs> And not understanding why your life's not improving. And it's the Mm -hmm. same with dieting, that we keep trying harder and harder Mm -hmm. to lose weight and be healthy. But actually, that's the opposite. It creates that stress in the body, which makes Mm -hmm. us hold on to that fat. And and what that does is it just creates that toxic shame cycle. It makes us go round and round. Mm -hmm. Whereas actually, when we take, take away that pressure and understand and have that greater awareness... Um, of those deep-rooted um, subconscious beliefs that were were programmed by society through marketing, through mm-hmm. the, the big three, the powerful uh, three, and all of those uh, channels to make us believe that there was something wrong with us, that we're isolated and putting fear in us, really, to make us consume more and more of mm-hmm. something. Um, and it's just the same with sexual well-being, isn't it? Is that yep. We're told that you have to live in a certain way. Monogamy is the only way, mm-hmm. and that anything outside of that is is not is not allowed, or it's taboo. Right, and it's the same thing. Same thing with sugar is that yeah, it is. try and support your health in another way apart from dieting. It's seen as it's not it's not uh, the usual standard practice. Mm-hmm. It's not. Whereas we're like we said, dismantling those beliefs and actually by understanding that we've got subconscious beliefs within us that keep us repeating patterns that we don't want, we're actually then to grow in awareness, to then uh, be informed and make that choice of what we want, whether it's to eat sugar, refined sugar or not, because it doesn't feel good, or to have a monogamous relationship 
or not and explore what that means rather than coming from that fear-based mm-hmm. place and I think that's something like we said that really uh, supports our work is that we're able to recognize what people's problems are that they keep getting results that they don't want mm-hmm. and not understanding why they're, they're unhappy whether mm-hmm. that's in their body with food or in their relationships mm-hmm. and then we're able to inform them give them that knowledge and almost open their eyes to the choices that are available to reverse that brainwashing yeah. so that they can break free yeah. Well, and that's the beauty of it is that there are so many choices, you know, like, and I think we often approach change in life by removing choice and saying, this is what you have to do in order, you have to get up at 5am in order to be a successful entrepreneur. Well, there's no way I'm getting up at 5am. You can keep telling me that over and over again, but that's not likely going to be the thing that makes me successful No, because <laughs> I'm just not built like that. And I'm probably going to fight it. But if you say you could get up at 5 a.m. or yeah. you could get up at 6 a.m. or you could get up at 7 a.m., whichever you choose that works best for you, yeah. that is going to be what's going to make you most successful. As long as you commit to it and you are true to yourself and you are good to yourself and stick to what you promise yourself. Yeah. That's the key right there is 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 be good to yourself. Don't just follow one route that someone said that you should because they don't know you. I know that 5 a.m. is not my time. (laughs) Never has been, never will be. I have no desire to do that. And so it would be an uphill slug all the time to to try to incorporate that into my and and it would all be born out of I have to do this because if I don't I'm a failure. I will yeah. never be a success unless I get up at 5 a.m. Yeah. And 100% that works amazing for certain people. And yeah. and I would love to get up at 5 a.m. and have <laughs> all that extra time but like I'm not even tired when I wake up in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Like I wake up and I'm awake once yeah. I'm up, but like my bed is my sacred place in the morning. (laughs) And for me to jump out of bed and go straight to work or straight to a workout, like there's nothing worse in my mind. Like there's just nothing I can imagine that. I mean, there's lots of things that would be worse, but do you know what I mean? Like there's no joy that comes to me with that idea. And before I beat a dead horse, I'll move on. But the idea is that, you know, when we, when we prohibit ourselves from things, right? Like, and you talk all the time about there are no forbidden foods. Yeah. So like the first week of our, of our eight week course, right? We get there and and everybody's thinking, oh yeah, okay, we're going to cut this out and cut this out and cut this out, you know? And you're like, I don't want you to change anything that you're doing. And we're like, what? How is this going to do anything? You know? (laughs) Yeah. We're all like these big skeptics. And you're like, just trust me. There are no forbidden foods and you're lovely. And you say that so sweetly and we're all like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <I know>. yeah. <laughs> and the second week we come back and you're like, no, don't change anything still. But how many people, probably at least 50% of the people will go and they're just cut everything out, you know? Sure. Yeah. And, and so then we're going with willpower. Well, we know that willpower is um, more stress yep, more stress. and more rules and more this and more that. So freedom breeds freedom. Yeah. And we both 
recognize that. And mm-hmm. that's where we kind of come together is we're like, um, you can't be free if you're tying yourself down. <laughs> exactly. And it comes it comes back to that forbidden. Mm-hmm. Because if something's forbidden, it's it's actually uh, can feel uh, more desirable. And so you want it even more, which makes you behave in a way that's not um, supportive for your health and well-being, whether that's sugar. So if you diet and deprive yourself and you say, I'm not eating cakes anymore, I'm not I'm not doing this, I'm not doing it. Your brain hones in on those cakes and all it thinks about is those cakes. And that's going to miss out. I know. And that stress will make you, that cortisol will make all of those foods that you eat, will, it will turn it into fat automatically. So we take that pressure off immediately to say there's no forbidden foods. And it allows people to start opening their mind to different ways um, of thinking to break down and dismantle that brainwashing that we've been um been subject to for such a long time and it's the same with relationships isn't it is that forbiddenness if we're told we can't have something we behave in ways that are 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 unsupportive to our health our well-being and our happiness and I have one word yeah affairs there you go affairs (laughs) lying cheating right yeah why because that's forbidden yeah so you're thinking about the thing you can't have the most or yeah. porn, porn addiction, right? Like yeah. people who are addicted to porn, it's not actually something that's in the DSM five DSM is that what it's called. Anyways, yeah. the, the big book of psychology that tells you things, <laughs> 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 but um, it's actually not yeah. a proper diagnosis to have sex, you know, porn addiction. The yeah. thing is any addiction yeah. is something you usually have shame about yes, and you want to hide. And yeah. so you s- become secretive about it. Yeah. And what happens when we're secretive about something and we can't talk about it, we obsess about it. Yeah. We and think we- about it 24 yeah. seven. We can't get it out of our mind because we're not supposed to think of that. Oh, now I'm thinking about it. Don't think of that. Oh, now <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Right. And, yeah. and so it's this, and, and I mean, churches like use sex as a a very great way to control people's behavior because it's it's like constantly has you coming back to repent yeah and then you're you're free of that okay okay i've sinned now i'm done not sinning anymore and then all of a sudden you have a desire oh i'm not supposed to have that desire oh uh uh, fall into sin again and then you have to come and repent right and so you know, this whole sex before marriage, like I didn't have sex before I was married. Oh, that was so hard for me. And literally, I think that was one of the reasons why I got married so early and so young Yeah, because that was the one thing I wasn't supposed to do. And there was no way I was going to die without having sex. Right. (laughs) And and it's ridiculous things like that. Yeah. It's like, if sex was just like a normal thing and no big deal, then there's no rush. There's no pressure. There's no nothing like exactly when you have it, you have it, but it's because it's so forbidden. Yeah. It's now this like big magical thing that is like all powerful <laughs> or so sacred. Yeah. And then you actually get there and you're like, Oh, well it it's not what I thought it would be or <laughs> whatever. And that's yeah. because 
we're not even supposed to talk about it to learn what we can and can't do. It's just this forbidden thing. Exactly. And it comes it comes back to that deprivation. It's mm. just like it's exactly the same as dieting. And that's what I recognized in my research is that that sugar addiction is not so much a physical addiction. It's a psychological addiction mm. where mm-hmm. we're told it's naughty, but nice. Mm-hmm. And it's it's that kind of, oh, you should be um, you should like treat yourself to it and have it. But at the same time not have too much, deprive yourself, limit it, only have it this way. And we're prescribed specifically like different amounts of sugar. And it's the same with sex is that you're told you should only live this way. And that if you don't, you should feel shame and that you should, um, you should have that um, shame upon you. And it brings you into that isolation. Mm -hmm. And the reason why religion uses it and the reason reason why those big corporations use this is because when we feel shame what do we do we go back to those bad habits and we do them more and more and more (laughs) so our brain wants us to be safe and we're we're taught from a very like young age aren't we to to do to use like sugar say um as a comfort for for um for ourselves whether we're upset or scared or worried we're told to use that and so our body goes into that that place where it keeps repeating that same pattern keep Mm -hmm. having those same unhealthy unhappy results in our life and not recognizing why and it's the same with uh with sex is that if we're told you can only have it this way like you said you were probably making decisions on things because because you had that desire to have sex before you you died rather than actually what do I like what kind of partner suits me good and it's the same with food it's like actually take away that pressure and actually explore what you like not what you're told to like not what you should like not that cookie cutter like this is what it should be this is like with the with the food it's like you should eat this much this much this much or with the family it should be a specific family that cookie cutter family and that relationship and that's it and and so what we're looking at is taking away all of that pressure taking away that shame cycle so that people feel empowered to explore what feels right for them and their body and it's it's amazing when people suddenly have that freedom from all those things that are forbidden that they crave because they're so like Mm -hmm. because they're so deep desires and that they're taught that they're wrong aren't they like you said is that you're taught you have you can't have sex before marriage and that makes you want it even more just the Mm -hmm. same as we say you have to die and can't eat the cake you want it even more whereas take that pressure away and you're able to explore do what's actually right for you because we're all individuals and all got different different needs different desires different tastes everything so it all comes back to that and um, asking yourself that who does it benefit when you're carrying out those mm-hmm. habits and making those decisions as well whether that's with your relationships with food with mm-hmm. with anything really it's thinking about who does this benefit and that's why we were looking at that breaking down these barriers so people feel they understand the subconscious beliefs that they have and recognize that's the reason they keep getting results that they don't want Mm -hmm. and then they're informed to then explore 
what's right for them and and then have that freedom of choice isn't it yeah yeah and it's interesting like you talked about sort of like uh being drawn to eat the things that are unhealthy for you and the the sugar because it it fills that void or meets a need right like and it's a psychological need well the same thing happens in relationships too like if you study attachment styles right like we have attachment wounds from our childhood and we've been taught that our worth comes from either being loved or our worth comes from being owned. Right. And so we, we have these, like these wrong beliefs like that, that why monogamy is so powerful. It's like, Oh, well, if someone, if I belong to someone, one person and I, they own me and I own them, then that keeps me safe. Yes. Yes. It's like that psychological safety, isn't it? Exactly. It it comes back to that external measure of what you should be doing Mm -hmm. and um, external measure of happiness. So, so many people are trying to trying to do things that don't feel good, like dieting, like staying in relationships that they're unhappy with. Mm -hmm. Um, And they they almost are just basing their happiness on external measures whereas what we teach in the freedom from sugar addiction program and will be a key principle of your work Mm -hmm. is actually you're the expert on you Mm -hmm. you're the expert on you and you know what feels good no one else can tell you that and as soon as you almost lay down these disempowering stories that I have to eat this I have to um, have this partner I have to be married to be worthy all of these disempowering stories as soon as you lay them down you're able to feel that freedom and and feel that ability to uh, explore without guilt so guilt-free expo- yeah. uh, exploration and really enjoy it and and it might surprise you it's almost like a journey mm. back to your authentic self isn't it oh completely Completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny because um, in the podcast a few weeks ago um, yeah. with Tracy Violet, she talked about um, me being the ultimate tour guide <laughs> and just taking her on this journey from, you yeah. know, she went from, you know, fundamentalist Christianity and then she sort of moved into sort of not naturism and nudism, you know, and, and that mm-hmm. part, but again, that's not the sexual aspect of things. And then mm-hmm. moving into like the lifestyle or swingers and, and polyamory yeah. and all that. And, and that whole world of non-monogamy of ethical non-monogamy. And she's like, I felt so safe to do that all the way through because it, again, it was her choosing her own autonomy, her ability to break down this brainwashing of, of monogamy, the structure of monogamy and what part she wanted to keep from it, what she didn't want to keep. And I wasn't ever saying monogamy is wrong. Yeah. Never have I said that, that monogamy is wrong. It's Mm -hmm. a choice just like any other choice. So we can't shame other choices and only say monogamy is right. So, um, I guess I'll give a little tidbit, but like what I've been working on is a course, like a a group course called breaking free from monogamy. And and the big question I want people to ask themselves is, is monogamy right for me? Exactly. Oh, 
you know, I thought monogamy was the only way. Well, is it right for me? And and then asking themselves a series of questions that make you go, hmm, well, maybe I'm not just monogamy. Like maybe a structure outside of monogamy would actually be better for me if I knew how to do it ethically and if I knew how to do it well, um, then it could be done safely. And so I get to lead people on that journey once they've sort of discovered. But first we have to break down what is the programming that we have had and what are the choices that are available and how do I get there and how do I let go of this deep ingrained uh, monogamy, one person forever and uh, anything else is a failure. You know, I talk about the relationship escalator as well. It's like, you know, you get on the path and you just keep going up the escalator till you get to the top and the bottom is just meeting someone and then, you know, dating and getting engaged and then getting married, buying a house, having kids. I mean, the orders switched around a little bit over, you know, in our more modern times. So you might have a baby and then get engaged and then get married and buy the house or, or whatever, but we're all progressing up that escalator towards you know, forever. This is your person, your one person, your better half, your soulmate. Yeah. And what happens if you meet another soulmate? Yeah. Is is that wrong? Like, does that make you, uh, does that mean you don't love your partner as much? Yeah. Um, we don't take into account the fact that some people have a much bigger capacity to love than others. Yeah. And Charlotte, when was the last time someone shamed you for having more than one child? Never. <laughs> Never. And that's that's one of the things, isn't it? Is that it comes back to that the social norms and mm-hmm. the shame if you do something outside of what we've been prescribed. Because like you said, we're told that you have to have this specific path in your life. And we're literally prescribed it from birth aren't we the social pressures yeah. norms the questions you get asked um everything and the disney movies the disney movies the <laughs> and and everything around us all the marketing tells us all of these things that we need to be um this that that we need to be thin that we need to be dieting that we need to be in one partner relationship that we must have the picket white fence that's the end of the escalator right is the white picket fence in this but it's all of those things that we're trained to believe that we have to have and it comes back to that external measure Mm. we're trained to measure our health well-being happiness through external and external perceptions rather than how does it feel to you what's right for you and what we're we're looking at doing in your your program that breaking free from monogamy is looking at exploring that Mm -hmm. isn't it it's looking at who what do I like is this right for me what what are those um unhelpful habits what are those patterns that keep me returning back to a state where I'm unhappy in a relationship or I'm unhappy on my own mm. and it's it's looking at actually what are the options available and reversing that brainwashing so mm. that people are able to actually have the freedom of choice and it like we said it parallels everything that we do in freedom from sugar addiction program where we look at actually 
laying down the idea of dieting so that people are able to return to a, to being natural eaters where they're they're listening to their body and and doing what's right for them and what feels right for them so it's just so obviously clear that there's such a, a pattern here that and people really need support in both these areas don't they mm-hmm. in both these areas it's clear that there's an ideological way of living that people are are feeling distressed with their mental health with their level of well-being because they're measuring that happiness and health outside of themselves whereas actually they're the expert they know what they like they know what feels good mm-hmm. and that's what um your program and my program look to mm-hmm. doing is turning back to that authentic self mm-hmm. turning back to the natural body and the natural instincts that you have which are completely individual whether that's food or with sex or relationships mm-hmm. coming back to you and because like you said like coming back to being authentic and living in your truth mm-hmm. isn't yeah for sure yeah it's it's so it's so freeing and, and the the beautiful thing is you know nobody's being told sort of you have to let go of this belief system and then adopt this new belief system right which mm-hmm. um my guest Rainier Wild on episode 24 yeah he i love what he said he's like we trade one dogma for another you yeah. know so like as a fundamentalist christian um let me just look at the notes here he said um, you know, often we leave one cult <laughs> and find yeah. and find another. Yeah. Because yeah. our brains are wired to create meaning and to want to understand things. And we kind of are are brought into this sort of hustle mindset, hustle mentality, where it's like we have to be doing all the time. We have to be um getting better and moving forward and all this stuff. And what we don't realize is that the ultimate moving forward is almost just resting and being free and allowing yourself the autonomy and, and allowing your intuition to guide you to, to some extent where you can trust yourself and that you're not looking at someone else's standard yeah, for yourself. And, and recognizing that you're the authority, that all the experts, all the people out there, all the people telling you this, that, and the other, all the, um, like we said, all the marketing, all the messaging that's shared uh, are from what we would consider experts on people that know, don't they? They know what they're doing, but actually they don't know you. They don't know what's best for you. And it comes mm. back to that question of who does it benefit? If they're prescribing you a way of living, Mm-hmm. and it benefits them and not you there's something wrong with this picture right that's food sugar sex relationships yeah and it, it comes back to what you said about uh is it christianity is it comes back to that command and control mm-hmm. and wanting to keep people in a certain way so that they behave a certain way and and actually what we're doing is almost like a healthy rebellion and taking yes. down dismantling those beliefs and allowing people not telling them to prescribe to a new cult, a new dogma, but actually being fully informed mm-hmm. and then having the ability 
to and freedom to choose, making their own choices based on what feels good and right for them at that time. And that can change, can't it? With It can. With, and that's the beauty of not having dogma is that you can change because there's nothing holding you to a specific set of beliefs that you have to follow in order to belong. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about my community is I tell people all the time that, excuse yeah. me, <laughs> I tell people all the time that if, if they could understand that it's not about all conforming and believing the same thing and, and wanting the same things, it's about the ability to not judge each other for what we want. And the sex positive community is about that. It's about honoring someone's autonomy, honoring someone's mm -hmm. choices, honoring what someone feels is best for them and not judging them for that and telling them what you think is best. Yeah. And I love that because it's so different yeah. than what we have out in, in the world. If you want, <laughs> you know, like in, in the regular world, it's like, okay, if you don't have this kind of career, you're not quite measuring up. If you don't have this many kids and, yeah. and married by this age, then, you yeah. know, something's wrong with you. And uh, parents might be like, oh, well, how come you don't have anyone yet? Or why yeah. aren't you married? And, you know, you're going to be an old hag or whatever. <laughs> like, these are pressures that, why yeah. are we putting these on ourselves? And I mean, some of, I know people who are single and and have such a beautiful life or whatever. And it's like, there's a lot of things I can't enjoy because I'm a mom and I have responsibilities to my children and things like that. It's like, they're taught that they're not enough. Like yeah. the mindset is so powerful that they're not enough because they don't have those things and they're not a mom. And da, da, da. But yeah. they have the opportunity to do so many more things or other things that can be so beneficial for others and themselves and just the world in general. Yeah. But they're missing out on those opportunities sometimes because they're so focused on what they haven't achieved, yeah. what standard they haven't reached. And so it breeds disappointment and resentment and frustration, you know, and, yeah. you know, it could be like, well, I don't want to be alone the rest of my life. Well, what if loneliness is redefined, you know, like what if having amazing connections and beautiful friendships that people you can cuddle with and people you can just spend your life with like what if a great roommate is is not being alone it, it's yeah. a new standard and the idea that just because you're not married you don't have a husband that you're gonna be alone <laughs> forever and not have anyone and if you yeah. don't have children it's like that's that's not equal you can still want those things but don't want them for the wrong reasons yeah and it, it's just that isn't it it's it's almost like you said having these um ideas that we have to behave in a certain way and they are for reasons outside of us it's actually we need to come back to the body back to what feel feels right for us in that moment and it's just the same in the freedom from sugar addiction program it's unlearning unlearning all of that conditioning we've been told to believe that um about different foods and that we've been told that you have to diet in order to be healthy and that those sugary foods are a treat and special and nice mm -hmm. and in fact you don't need them you don't need them at all and and you 
you can recognize what feels right in your body just by listening to it. And it's the same with relationships, isn't it? It's an unlearning those pressures that are in society mm-hmm. that you can you can feel uh, empowered to actually explore what feels right for you. And like we said, without that guilt, without that shame, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what our programs do, don't they? Yeah. Is allowing people to safely and in a confident, empowered manner explore what's right for them so that they can be able to see the results in their life that they want, not what they don't want. And it comes yeah. back to that, that behavior and those habits. It's looking at what results do you want in your your life? How do you want to feel? And let's move towards that rather than deprivation yeah. in any way. It's like yeah. focusing on what it is that you want, what you desire, and and making that okay rather than what you don't, what you shouldn't, yeah. have or what's not okay, and what you failed at, and all these things. Um, just a fun example. I don't know if I told you this story, but like a couple of weeks ago, I was at a Christmas party, yeah. and. I was so hungry when I got there and like the only thing that was available was like pasta and potatoes. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's not going to work very well. But I was like, no, you know what? I need something and there's no forbidden foods. So I, my body is hungry and I need something. So I ate some of that and then I ordered some other things which had chips or crisps as you call them. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to enjoy these chips. I didn't eat all of them, but I'm going to enjoy them because they're here and this is literally what's available. And I, I don't have many choices right now. I really, there were no choices, um, short of leaving the restaurant and, and going somewhere else, but it was a private party. I wasn't going to, anyways, I was like, okay, my body, there was a whole bunch of desserts that came out all at once. These beautiful beautifully decorated cakes and everything. And like, I love cake and, and like, especially chocolate cake, but I love cake. And I've always like, I'm, I don't have a sweet tooth, but I really enjoy cake for some yeah. reason. There's something about that and, and dark chocolate, which you know about, but okay. So all these cakes come out and I was like, Oh, yuck. <laughs> like, that was the first thing I was like, Ew, like, Oh, that's awful. And so then Later on, it was like this beautiful little cake. And I went over and I didn't want any at all. But I was like, I just want to taste and see how my body reacts to this because I, I'm just turning my nose up at it. And I love cake. I always have loved cake. <laughs> and it's literally in front of me. I could have it, but I don't want it. And I want to know what that actually will taste like in this mindset right now. Yeah. So I cut a tiny little sliver up off and I put it in my mouth and I almost spit it out right away. And like it, it was a delicious cake by all cake standards. It was moist. It was, you know, had really (laughs) nice balance, but I literally wanted to spit it out. And I was like, Oh, yuck. All the sugar. I was like, well, give me some water, give me some water. And it was so interesting. And I wanted to share that with you because these are the things that at the beginning of your course, we're like, no, I'm always going to like cake. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's no way my body's not going to want cake. Uh, like, yeah. and I don't, again, I don't have a sweet tooth, but like cake is, is one of those special things that I always yeah, was excited to have every once in a while. And I literally did not want any of it. It was like, and, and the other day I was at, or yesterday I had a gig and I, I, there was a potluck and there was a whole, you know, everybody was like, oh, the dessert table, you know? And I was like, yeah, I don't want any 
And they're like, what? How can you not want dessert? They're like, you can't have any. I'm like, no, I can have any of it if I want. I just really don't want any. I'm just going to go get more turnip. Yeah. (laughs) They were like, what? (laughs) And this is this is what happens in the eight week from sugar addiction program is that we we work with people to open their mind to understand a different Mm -hmm. way of looking at food and looking at the brainwashing that conditioning they've been subject to and reversing it Mm -hmm. raising their awareness allowing them to return back to recognizing how things feel in the body so they can make their own choice and again without shame and guilt because there's no forbidden foods Mm -hmm. and they they recognize what feels good to them and it allows them to dissolve that desire for those foods that do not feel good do not taste nice and like you said everybody ends up spitting out stuff that they loved and they get quite defensive that sometimes because if everyone listening is that in our program we talk about refined sugar so natural sugar so fruits vegetables everything that's absolutely fine because it's found naturally however we focus on that addiction to refined sugar so the cakes the chocolate the sweets all of that and pop um and and also in that refined sugar we include white starchy carbohydrates so rice pasta potatoes all of bread, all of those things, because they act exactly the same way in the body and the mind. And we're trained the same way that we have to have them as part of our meal. And so for everyone listening, that's why Karina was talking about that other those other foods. But you're right. Everybody, oh, yeah, the potatoes and the pasta. Yeah, everybody <laughs> comes out of it like that, not wanting those foods. And I was like, I'm always going to love potatoes because I love french fries <laughs> or whatever. And and. I remember Glenn was like, oh, I don't, I, potatoes. And you're like, Glenn, yeah. you want to talk about potatoes? And I, I was like, no, <laughs> you can't ruin potatoes for me. <laughs> and, and you were both like, we're not going to ruin potatoes for you. You can have potatoes. You can have as many potatoes as you like, Kareen. <laughs> but there will come a day if you're paying attention that you actually might not like potatoes. And I was like, yeah, fat chance. And <laughs> now I'm like, oh. I don't really want potatoes. I can eat them, but I don't really want them much. And that is the beauty of the program is because we're reversing that brainwashing at a subconscious level because since birth, we've been trained to believe that we have to have some form of carbs on our plate every meal. Right. It's not substantial. We we need it for energy, we're told, which is absolute nonsense. We're told that, oh, a little bit of what you want does you good and you've got to live a little. All of these silly things we're told, but it's to the benefit of those powerful few, not to you or your health and well-being. Right. And bringing it back to sex and sexual well-being and relationships is that actually it's the same same exact thing is that if you're able to lay recognize those disempowering beliefs and stories and habits that you've you've been repeating again and again then you're able to actually recognize what you do like and make decisions that are best for you at that time mm-hmm. and for your health and well-being whether that's physical health mental health or sexual well-being mm-hmm. it's all of those things and it's it's just amazing isn't it everyone yeah. comes out with freedom from sugar addiction like oh my goodness at first I wasn't sure but now mm-hmm. I know and I can see and it's it's that beauty of doing it with the with the hypnotherapy mm-hmm. to make sure that on a subconscious level those um 
that conditioning and the, those programmed mm-hmm. stories are completely dissolved because they were they were learned and so they can be unlearned just the same as with the the monogamous ideology mm-hmm. is that that can be unlearned so that you can explore what feels right for you yeah, yeah. and again that might be staying monogamous but yeah. there's a lot of unhealthy mindsets and yeah. i call them your mono mindset, right? That keep you stuck in relationship patterns that are unhealthy, you know? And, and one of those things, for example, would be like expecting your partner to meet your needs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like that can be very unhealthy, but like in a, in a polyamorous situation, for instance, yeah, you understand that it's not one person's job to meet your needs and that there's value in having more than one person in your life because everybody brings something different and you get to be your authentic self fully with different people expressing yeah. different parts of yourself because one person is going to isn't going to necessarily want all the parts of you equally right like it some parts of us click better than other parts and i'm not (laughs) doing a very good job of of explaining this however it's like you know like if if i for example one of my partners um doesn't love long intellectual conversations about psychology but i like thrive on that yeah (laughs) so i have other partners that love that and can talk about that for hours, but they're not the same as him. Like they don't bring the same thing to me that, that my primary partner has, you know? And so it's to recognize that because someone else brings something different to your life, doesn't make the other person less valuable. It just makes each person more valuable because they get to just be rather than try to conform to be all the things that you need them to be. Yeah. And then I don't have to be everything for my partner either. Right. I get to, and and they get, they can have other partners that also meet their needs and that may not be partner, other partners. You might just choose to, to let go of that belief that your partner will meet all your needs and then embrace friendships Yes. To fill those other needs, right? Like, like, okay, I'm going to go and have a girl's night and hang out with my girlfriends and do the things that I really want to do. And I'm not going to feel bad about it because he gets a break and he gets to do what he likes to do. And we get to have a bit of separateness, you know, and, and, and space. (laughs) Yeah. And we can't like eroticism and comfort don't live in the same place. You have, there's a, there's a separateness that needs to happen in order to keep eroticism alive. And a lot of times in a monogamous setting, we want to do everything together. We feel like we should do everything and we should have the same friends. We should go to the same things and, you know, go to all the family events together and blah, 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 blah. And any separateness is seen as that's not a good relationship sometimes. Yeah. It depends on what levels you've set and what kinds of monogamy that you practice. Right. So Mm -hmm. there's, there's four different areas of monogamy that can look different and we don't even know that, right. We don't Mm -hmm. even realize that, you know, some people are more socially monogamous or emotionally monogamous and financially or practically monogamous. And then um, there's a fourth one and I can't think of it right now. So you just have to stay tuned because (laughs) I will talk about it at another point, but I can't slip my mind all of a sudden. Um, 
but with that, yeah, what I do want to introduce is I we've alluded to it, but yeah. in February, yeah. I will be launching my brand new eight week breaking free from monogamy course. Yes. And it is a group program and it is going to be done live yeah. eight weeks. And we are going to delve into this unraveling and unbrainwashing, shall we say, yes. and just introduce new concepts and new ideas just to open your mind to other possibilities. And again, at the end of the day, you get to choose. Yeah. You, you get, get to choose. You get to break free from the mono only mindset. Yeah. This, this idea that monogamy is the only way. And yeah. again, if you want monogamy, awesome. Yeah. Choose monogamy. Don't just default to it. And I say this all the time. Yeah. So this course is for anybody who is in a transition, is is not sure what they want or, or that monogamy doesn't quite fit them and they have this shame and guilt about their desires or their wants or maybe they, you know, like for me, I always had guy friends growing up and all of a sudden I got engaged then I got married and that wasn't proper for me to yeah. have close guy friends anymore. Yeah. And so then I resented my husband yeah. for not being my everything because I couldn't have my guy friends and he wasn't the same as my fun, crazy guy friends, right? <laughs> yeah. He was a strong, steady person. And, you know, so it, regardless, sometimes we get in these systems and we have the best of intentions and we wonder why it's not working for us or why we're, and we think something's wrong with us. Yeah. Like I have such a deep ability to connect with people. And that's like life to me is connecting with others. But I wasn't allowed to do that in any significant way. Yeah. Not with the opposite sex. And even with other things, like I didn't want to devote my time to like any girlfriends necessarily, because what if my spouse wanted to hang out with me? I needed to be available. Yeah. Or yeah. I needed to make them a priority in everything. And to, this is what I was trained. I had to be submissive. I had to give up who I was in order to be the proper wife. So I'll, there's a lot of things that play into our mono mindsets because that's mm -hmm. what we've been trained. And whether you're religious or not, the religious programming really yeah. informs the societal programming of how we see marriage and relationships. Yeah. Um, and and even the, this concept that marriage is forever and it's a, you're a failure if you don't make it to forever, you know? So it's dismantling those things to just help you break free and, and be yeah. released of that pressure to conform. Yeah, and it's it's exactly that, isn't it? It's dismantling the idea that you have to conform and mm -hmm. you have to conform with someone else's way mm -hmm. rather than your way, yeah. what feels right to you. And it's almost like it's freedom from that mono mindset. And that's exactly what, while we've been uh, working together and your eight week program will take those key principles mm -hmm. from the freedom from sugar addiction yes. program and be applied directly to that uh, sexual well-being, that relationship, designing your relationship, being authentic mm -hmm. and coming back to what you actually want. And it will take 
those key principles of learning what monogamy and non-monogamy is and what it can be and what it can be to you, what that means. So it's about learning that, Mm -hmm. unlearning those unhealthy um, programmed beliefs that have kept you in a cycle of unhappy relationships, unhappiness in in your world, in your body, in your mind, Mm -hmm. and keeping you almost stuck in stuck in a place and feeling like you're isolated and um repeating that shame cycle and experiencing that toxic shame where you don't know if the desires that you want are right if they're okay and you're you're scared of of asking mm-hmm. and then relearning how you can safely um and authentically and ethically mm-hmm. move into that monogamy or non-monogamous relationship and exploring that world so that your eight-week program really takes those three key principles of learn, unlearn, and relearn so that people are able to to understand is monogamy right for me and understand where what the options are and being that safe group setting really yeah, yeah. works because then they're able to have almost a community where they can mm-hmm. explore express and verbalize how they feel so that they can really have that freedom to make that choice mm-hmm. yeah so I'm very pleased to announce that Charlotte and I will be working together mm-hmm. on this and that Charlotte is um going to be helping me to mm-hmm. you know in, in implement her her methodology which yeah. is which I know is so powerful because I've done it and yeah <laughs> and it's it's beautiful and it's so aligned with with the way that I think and and everything so we're very excited to work together on this and um so thank you Charlotte for for seeing and believing you know yeah. and seeing what I do and you know, as we did, as I did your program, we just kept seeing the parallels and the overlap. <laughs> yeah. and it was like, oh, well, this could work right here. And this is yeah. the, I say the same thing, but about this and yeah. about this and, you know, uh, shame and guilt. Like it was just like clear as day as I was going through week by week. And I was like, yeah. we literally could cookie cutter this same yeah. program structure to what I teach. And she was like, yes, exactly. <laughs> I've yeah. been, I've been waiting for you to notice that. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, everyone can benefit from that, that program, that uh, the principles from the freedom from sugar addiction program in that breaking free, um, from monogamy so that people can experience that amazing mindset upgrade and greater awareness so they have that that choice and and like we said we see people every day breaking free from their sugar addiction easily happily and they love it because they're able to see the world in a whole new light yeah it it doesn't feel like work no (laughs) it doesn't feel like work and I was like dropping pounds left and right and I was like I'm not doing anything I have not even gone for a walk do you know what I mean? Like I have not gone outside to go for, I've changed nothing yeah. other than go, I don't really feel like eating that. I'm yeah. not going to eat that. Yeah. And just, oh, these vegetables sound really good right now. And this sounds really good. And just focusing on the things that make my body feel good inside. And like, mm-hmm. it's 
crazy the difference. And I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. And my, my daughter said to me the other day, she's like, uh, so mom, now that you're not eating sugar, does that mean like the whole like Christmas dinner changes? <laughs> you know, it's like, is it, is it going to be all day? I was like, no, 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 no. Don't worry about it. We will. Yeah. You, we can make everything and anything that we had before. You can eat what you want. I'll eat what I want. And if I don't eat all of it, that's fine. No big deal. <laughs> you know, like I'm not missing out. I won't feel bad that I don't get to eat that because I, if I don't eat it, it's because I don't want it. So yeah. she was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and I still did the Christmas baking, Yeah, you know, yeah. I won't eat as much of it, but I'm not going to not eat any of it. Um, but the thing is when I eat some of it, I'm like, Oh, I really don't feel well. So, you know, I'll eat a couple bites here and there just, just because, but I'll just do what my body tells me. So. Exactly. Exactly. And And that's what, that's what you'll apply in that, in that eight week course, you'll be able to allow people to have that same freedom and not feel that shame, not feel that guilt and feel empowered and feel because uh, it, it's their right to decide what's right for them. It's exactly. everybody's right to decide what's right for them. No one should be telling you to do this, that, and the other, and having what to eat or what certain relationship you should have. And that's what will come through in in your eight week program. Will be understanding what it is, what it can look like, and is that right for me right now as well? Because we change, don't we? And like exactly. you said. You might be eating some potatoes and bits and pieces along the way, but that doesn't mean in a few months you'll still be doing that. You don't know. It's that feeling, isn't it? And, yep. and recognizing that. Yeah. No, the, <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited because I have worked with many people one-on-one yeah. um, through this process, but it's like we spend days together and we spend hours just talking and and I mean it's just this unraveling process but I'm really excited to have a way to do it with more than one person at a time and it's it's a it's a method that I know really works and it's really potent and it's powerful and and it's authentic and beautiful so it's like ticks all my boxes too (laughs) and um and I can really talk about what's what's important to me. And it's really the same principle. So I'm so glad that we met and I'm so glad that we've become friends and that we are on that same path of freedom. And uh, even though what we're aspiring to be free from are slightly <laughs> different, they do line up as well because they, you know, like being free is being free. Yeah, you exactly. Know? So it's teaching you how to be free in any area of your life, really, you can just translate that to all areas once you learn sort of the principles of, yeah, of this mindset shift. So, so be looking for these announcements, and um, we're going to be starting in February. I will be giving the exact dates as I figure that out. Um, I am recording this now in December, so. By the time this comes out in January, we will have some uh, more concrete things figured out, but I'm very excited to share. So be looking out for the Breaking Free from Monogamy course, eight-week program, and we are going to have a blast together and have some great conversations where nothing is off limits to talk about and uh, no need to be scared or shy or feel odd because everybody has programming and we all get to come as we are and be authentic in our journey so beautifully put (laughs) well charlotte 
Can you tell us um, where people can find you if they are interested in taking this, the freedom from sugar addiction course uh, program and just any socials that you want to share? And I will put all these in the show notes as well. Yeah, so all of our program is available at freedomfromsugaraddiction.com. So everything's there. It tells you what we do, um, how you can join. And if you've got any queries or questions, you can contact me. So I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn. So it's Charlotte Harris. And um, like I said, Karine, if you share share my links with everybody, that'd be great. But it would be amazing. We're having a, an intake in January and I think we have one place left, mm-hmm. so, which is very, very exciting. So just one place. And then we run these every month. So we run our eight week course every month as a new intake. Okay. Um, so, so just keep bear that in mind. And like we said, I'll be I'll be supporting Karine through her eight week program to to be able to deliver that amazing freedom in that sexual well-being, that relationship space, and also bringing in that self-confidence, that body confidence. And, mm-hmm. and there'll be some health along the way. There'll be some parallels that we can pull in yeah, there. As well. sure. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, when you feel healthy in your body, yeah. you feel much more sexy and and exactly. sexually healthy. And then all of a sudden, when you feel healthy and n- not stressed, yeah. your cortisol levels goes down. Yeah. Well, then your other hormones have room to come up and you Balance, start to yeah. feel <laughs> more, um, more sexually aroused and you, more turned on. And these things diminish when we're stressed or when we're judging ourselves or whatever. And we want to really build an environment where we can allow ourselves to enjoy pleasure mm-hmm. and um fantasize. True yeah, <laughs> true pleasure and and allow ourselves to desire things. Yeah. And realize that there's no shame in desiring those things. There's no shame in in having certain feelings or or having certain kinks even, right? Exactly. So um it, this is going to be a very safe place. Um very sex positive space to discuss all of these things and I'm so excited. So excited. So, <laughs> so Charlotte, it was so lovely to chat with you. Thank you so much for coming and um and if you want to see more of Charlotte, you'll have to join my first cohort of breaking free from monogamy in February yeah. because she will be with us. So very exciting. Yes. yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You're so welcome. Well, as I always say, when it comes to authenticity, nope, <laughs> that's not what I say. <laughs> as I always say, when it comes to sex positivity, Authenticity is the key. Have a great night. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Can you see why I'm so excited? Charlotte's work has been a game changer for me. In fact, as you're listening to this, I'm away on a beach on vacation in Jamaica. I'm so thrilled that I lost 10 pounds from November to January by not really doing anything much. I just listen to my body and I feel so free now. I'm so proud of my beach body when I couldn't shift anything for years. It was just stuck. I thought I was just going to have to accept my new quote unquote metabolism. I feel so confident to fit into my cute outfits again and my bathing suits and things like that. So this is a very exciting trip for me. 
I've gotten to realize a lot of things that I had had as goals. So this is so cool. And I want you to experience the same level of freedom as well. So let's break free from society and its deep programming so that you can finally design the kind of life and relationship you choose for yourself. Thank you for being here this week and stay tuned for more on Breaking Free from Monogamy. Remember, as I always say, when it comes to sex positivity, authenticity is the key. I love you. Are you struggling with your sexual well-being? Are you often disappointed in your relationships? Do you have unrealistic expectations? Do you ever wonder if you are actually cut out for monogamy? Maybe you've had some of these thoughts. Did you know it's not your fault? That's right. You've been brainwashed since childhood with a series of beliefs about sexuality and relationships. We call this the mono mindset. Do you feel like you've been sold a fairy tale when it comes to sex and love? Why isn't it working? Why am I not fulfilled? Why am I not satisfied? Why do I have a deep longing for more? Shouldn't I be satisfied? Content? Just be grateful? Well, you aren't alone. If this resonates with you, you are ready for the Breaking Free from Monogamy 8-week program. In this 8-week program, you will learn how the mono mindset has set us up for failure in our relationships and in our emotional and sexual well-being. How the mono mindset keeps us from being truly authentic in our sexuality and relationships. How it keeps us small and gives us a false sense of security. Why we think of sexuality and anything related to sex as wrong or taboo. And how the mono mindset has invalidated your desires. Do you think to yourself, I want to fully enjoy my life and who I really am. I want real connections. I want to be able to be myself. I want to understand my body. I love who I am, but I don't seem to fit the mold. Maybe you've thought, I have always felt like a sexual deviant, but I'm actually a really good person. I don't understand. Well, many of my clients have said, Kareen, I didn't know I had choices. I thought monogamy was the only way to be happy and enjoy a fulfilling sex life. I thought that non-monogamy is for people that have commitment issues, and I thought it was just a way to legally cheat on your partner. I thought I was supposed to suppress my desires to have a successful relationship. But what if you could deconstruct the mindset that is holding you back from exploring other options? Well, you can in my eight-week Breaking Free from Monogamy program. Take your life back and become a master of healthy relating and sexuality. Lose the shame and guilt you've been programmed to feel in order to conform. It's not your fault. You weren't given a choice. Learn to love yourself and your desires. Discover what is natural and ethical. Breaking Free from Monogamy, an eight-week program shifting the mono mindset for greater intimacy and sexual well-being. Do you want to choose monogamy confidently or explore other healthy models? This program is for you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Kareen Bedard Coaching, and you can visit my website at kareenbedard.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a like and share it with your friends. I'd be so grateful if you could help by giving us a five-star review on Podchaser or iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe to our mailing list to be kept up to date about upcoming episodes and exciting news. Just visit our website at breakingfreeauthentically.com and scroll down to subscribe. You can also email me anytime. I'd love to hear from you. 
Send your messages and questions to kareen at kareenbedard.com. Are you a part of my Facebook community yet? Join us in Breaking Free Authentically. It's where you will find this sex-positive relationship community. I'd be thrilled to have you be a part of this community with me. All the links will be in the show notes, so don't forget to check it out. Remember, when it comes to sex positivity, authenticity is the key. Have a great week.